2: Welcome to Throwback Trivia Take Down, a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co host, John Spees. And today we've got us a regular episode from our wonderful, whimsical world of decade based questions. Really excited about this one. In one corner, her favorite Muppet is Fozzie. And in this trivia game, she might go kamikaze because she's just wild like that crazy train song from Ozzy. And of course, she's one of our favorite aussies it's frankie mitchell hey frankie welcome back to the show
0: hey guys thanks for having me back again always a pleasure
2: happy to have you back please uh, remind the folks at home just a little bit about yourself
0: um my name's frankie i'm a mum and teacher from melbourne
2: all right we are excited to have you back and your opponent for today she is hoping that her first time on the ttt stage will be jolly though she probably would rather be in bali But hopefully in this game, she won't have a single folly. It's good golly, Miss Holly Medina. Hey, Holly, welcome to the show.
3: Good evening, I'm glad to be here.
2: All right, we are happy to have you. Uh, Please let everyone know, since this is your first time on the show, just uh, who you are and what you do and all your amazing things.
3: So um, again, Holly Medina. I live in the Albuquerque, New Mexico area. I work at the University of New Mexico in graduate medical education. Basically, I babysit doctors
2: and, um, <laughs> and
3: um, been married for 42 years and have five
2: children. Nice, fantastic. That sounds like a wonderful life and uh, hopefully you'll have some wonderful trivia. But of course, before that, we have to know our wonderful rules.
1: Entering the ring are two contestants who will engage in three rounds of head-to-head trivia. Here are the rules. Round one consists of 10 questions in different pop culture categories focused on a decade that will be randomized. If you answer incorrectly, your opponent has the chance to steal. And the categories are movies, music, television, toys and games, sports, fashion, slang, news and politics, literature, and food. Round two consists of the same 10 categories, but this time your opponent gets to pick your category. Each correct answer gives you 10 points. In the final round, you may bid up to as many points as you've earned before answering the final two questions. The categories for the final questions will be picked by the contestants, but the decade will again be randomized from those remaining. You must get both answers correct to earn your wager. Now it's time for a takedown.
2: All right, now that we know the rules to our little show, I want to get to know Holly and Frankie just a little bit better. And because, as I was telling holly beforehand that i've been watching john's kids this week uh you know we've had them i've been taking them to different museums and things like that and one of them being uh, the Fernbank uh, natural history museum it got me thinking about all the great dinosaur bones and whatnot so i want to know what is your favorite dinosaur what's your favorite dinosaur, dinosaur.
0: i wish my son henry was here he's big into the dinosaurs right now i Shipped him off to the other room, collecting things to make a dinosaur puppet. After this podcast, that was our deal. Um, I'm, I'm going to say a Triceratops. That's what I tell Henry is my favorite all the time. Okay. Yeah, not too exciting, but always has okay. a soft spot. Okay.
2: And
3: that's that's actually very funny because that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> but I think because they're undefeatable and nobody can scare them, a Velociraptor.
2: And yeah, Velociraptor was totally in my head. It's like, you know, they're so cool because of Jurassic Park. You know, uh, Triceratops are cool. Triceratops are cool. But Velociraptors are pretty unbeatable. Even though they, I don't think the real ones are anything like uh, Jurassic Park style. They're not nearly as big and as, maybe not as scary, a little bit more bird-like. But because that's what I know, Holly, that is a fantastic choice. And that means you get to pick first in this game.
3: Okay, Um, I think I will take TV
2: Okay And we'll start this game off In the 60s Sally Field starred as The title character, Sister Bertrill, in what sitcom Airing from 1967 to 1970? One of my favorites The Flying Nun Flying Nun is correct Alright, Frankie What do you want? Um, I will take food, please. Okay. And let's step up to the 70s. First founded as a bakery in 1972 in Los Angeles, California. Uh, Then in 1978, turning into a full-blown restaurant, what chain advertises that it prepares 250 different dishes daily using only fresh and scratch-made ingredients? Hmm, okay. I'm
0: going to... Think about some American restaurants I know, um, I know a couple that are maybe famous for their bread. I'm going to guess the Olive Garden.
2: Olive Garden is incorrect. Holly, can you steal?
3: Only thing that comes to my mind would
2: be Marie Callender's. Marie Callender's. ...is also incorrect. Uh, John, you are the resident foodie. I'm taking a guess here, uh, because uh, only because at first, like I was a little confused with a bakery, but I'm thinking it's the 250 items, because I know their menu is enormous. Is it the Cheesecake Factory? Cheesecake Factory is what I was looking for. Okay. Yeah, they have a monstrous, monstrous yeah, uh, menu. That
3: was the other thing that was in my brain. Yep.
2: Yep. Okay. That
0: definitely
2: wasn't in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Well, you know Marie Callender's
3: gotcha. does the pies and stuff. So,
2: yep. All right, we are back to Holly. Um, let's try fashion. Okay. Ooh, taking one of Frankie's favorites. Mm. It is the '90s. Okay. What line of clothing manufactured by Genera Sportswear would change color with heat? It contained thermochromic pigment uh, that would change between two different colors, one when cold and one when warm. The shirts were produced with several color change choices beginning in
3: 1991. I have no clue. I think my children had some of these. Um,
2: It's a fashion company. Uh, So, it's what line of clothing? So, it's a line of clothing uh, uh, manufactured by Genera Sportswear. You know, I don't know.
3: I'm just going to say Mood Changers.
2: Mood Changers is a good guess, but it is incorrect. Frankie, can you steal?
0: I hope so. I'm not sure what the actual name is, but I'm hoping you're looking for Hypercolor.
2: Hypercolor. Is what I'm looking for. So they were really cool where you could like put your hand on like the shirts and then with the heat it would leave the imprint. So yes, getting the steel. And Frankie, what category would you like?
0: I'll take slang, please.
2: Your decade is the 2000s. What slang term for members of the Marine Corps is also the title of a memoir. That was adapted into a film about Anthony Swafford's deployment during the Gulf War.
0: I hope I can get this right because I feel like Holly might be able to steal this telling me about her, her son. Um, the only I, I don't watch war movies. That's my rule in this house. My husband wants to watch them alone, but I think I'm, I'm going to guess Jarhead.
2: Jarhead. Is correct.
0: You. <laughs>
2: Good job. That was a Jake Gyllenhaal movie.
0: Mm, I think that's what got me over the lines. <laughs>
2: yep. Good. All right. All right, Holly, what uh, category would you like?
3: Let's do news and politics. Okay.
2: And decade is the 70s. Angola and Mozambique gained their independence in 1975. From what European country were they a colony?
3: Well, there's two things in my head. And I think I want to say France.
2: France is incorrect. I'm sorry, Holly. Frankie, can you steal it?
0: Mm, I was. I would have guessed France too, Holly. Um, so, if it's not France... Um, I'm going to guess Portugal, seeing as they seem to have lots of colonies.
2: Portugal is correct. Phew. Good job. Another steal for Frankie. And left for you to pick, we've got movies, music, toys and games, sports and literature.
0: I will guess toys, please.
2: What about games?
0: And games, okay, preferably right. games.
2: Actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the two thousands. Okay, patented by Catherine Hedinger Hedding, uh, in nineteen ninety three. What device was inv- was intended to aid children with anxiety and ADHD? But in two thousand and five. Catherine failed to renew her patent, which led the way for a rotation of others to make the product and whirl into popularity.
0: Mm. There's a little bit of a clue in there. It feels like there's a lot of different fidget things around. Um, I'm going to guess a fidget spinner.
2: Fidget spinner is what I was looking for. Good job.
0: Being a teacher, I see a lot of those. Uh, yeah, <laughs> are they, are they, they still popular? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the little pop, popping ones, and the squish mm-hmm. balls, and yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Okay. All right, Holly, we are back to you. Okay, let's do
3: movies.
2: <laughs> Apparently, the dice love of the seventies for you.
3: Yes, did I? <laughs> Good.
2: <laughs> what 1979 cult classic film was inspired by the ancient Greek story Anabasis. It tells the story of 10,000 mercenaries hired by Cyrus the Younger to seize the throne of Persia. After Cyrus is killed, the 10,000 were left with no direction, no supplies, and were 1,000 miles behind enemy lines.
3: Oh, my Lord.
2: Can you read that again, please? Of course. What 1979 cult classic film was inspired by the the ancient Greek story Anabasis? And sorry, and, and the, the it tells, which is the Anabasis story, tells the story of 10,000 mercenaries hired by Cyrus the Younger to seize the throne of Persia. After Cyrus was killed, the 10,000 were left with no direction, no supplies, and were 1,000 miles behind enemy lines.
3: I have no clue ah trying to think of 79 i was a junior in high school (laughs) oh my word i have no clue um i it's not it's nowhere near right 800 i don't i have no clue
2: 800 is incorrect frankie can you steal
0: No, I don't think I can. I have no idea either. I'm going to guess Conan the Barbarian.
2: Conan the Barbarian is incorrect. (laughs) Now, this is the uh, cult classic film, The Warriors. The Warriors, if you guys
3: have have heard of that. never heard of that. Okay. All right.
2: Okay, Frankie, we are back to you.
0: I will guess.
2: Oh, literature, please. There you go. Coming at you. And your ticket is the 60s. Published in 1961, The Agony and the Ecstasy is a best-selling biographical novel about the life of famous sculptor Michelangelo. The novel was fittingly written by who? Mm. What year was it written, did you say, Adam?
0: 1961. 1961. Um. I don't even think I can make a guess from
2: this. I'll pass. Sorry. All right. Not a problem. Holly, can you make a guess? Or maybe you know it. Uh, I do not know it. Could you read the question again? Of course. Published in 1961, The Agony and the Ecstasy is a best selling biographical novel about the life of famous sculptor Michelangelo. The novel was fittingly written by who? Fittingly written takes me
3: to hugh hefner <laughs> huh? um uh you know uh, unfortunately, uh, uh you just go hugh hefner
2: <laughs> <laughs> you go. yeah it was uh, it was one of the articles for sure uh that's that's why i read that that magazine uh now this was this was really a tough one um but i really liked because uh michelangelo was a sculptor and the author of this novel was irving stone Irving Stone. So thought that was kind of cute. All right. Uh, Holly, what would you like between sports and music?
3: Well, because I don't want sports, I will take music. (laughs) Okay.
2: And we have our first 80s question. Okay. We have a question from Jackie LaFave. Thank you, Jackie. Who was the Def Leppard drummer who lost his left arm at the age of 21 due to a car accident?
3: I don't know. I've heard this and I know it. It's in my brain. Um, I'm just going to say Lucky Johnson because he wasn't lucky. <laughs> he was.
2: Yeah, Unlucky Johnson <laughs> is incorrect. Frankie, do you know that drummer?
0: Uh, every time I hear this question, I think I need to remember that. It comes up all the time. Exactly. I yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to pull it either. Yeah. Um, Oh gosh, it's gonna kill me when you say it, Adam. Um, um, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna be able to get it.
2: Yep, yeah, no, not a problem. No, he is uh, definitely. very We all know him, and we know he's very talented to keep it going. So actually, yeah, he the uh, arm was initially severed from his body during the car accident. On December 31st, 1984, it was reattached by doctors, but later removed due to an infection um, a few days later in uh, early 1985, and that drummer is Rick Allen. Rick Allen. So, all right. As nobody wanted it, but we've (laughs) got to do all the categories, sports are left for Frankie.
0: Okay. I hope it's cricket. Actually, I don't hope it's cricket. I hope it's funny. (laughs)
2: Uh, You get the 70s. Okay. Being selected as the final pick in the 1976 NFL draft, Calvin Kirk was the first draftee to be called what annual nickname slash honor? Mm.
0: Um. Mm. Uh, I don't know. Obviously, Um, but I'm going to guess the barrel pick, maybe because he's bottom of the barrel.
2: The barrel pick is incorrect. Holly, can you steal?
3: Absolutely not. But let's just (laughs) go with Lucky Draw McGraw. (laughs)
2: Lucky, Lucky Draw McGraw is incorrect this is a tough one uh i think even for some like you know regular sports fans but uh, so the last pick of the nfl draft uh since 1976 has been known as mr irrelevant so that's oh, the nickname mr. That's SM, yeah that is kind of rough
3: <laughs> so wow
2: <laughs> yeah all right poor calvin kirkin everyone else thinks. all right that is the end of round one john what are the standings all right. Well Frankie's got a little bit of a lead, but anything can happen in round two. She has forty to Holly's ten. Yep, we can absolutely seen some uh bigger comebacks than this, so we're excited to see what happens in round two. All right, Holly, as you got to pick first in round one, that means Frankie, you get a pick for Holly to start off round two, and uh, I think we know where you're going.
0: Yeah, apologies, Holly, but I'm
3: going to give you some. <laughs> oh, surprise, shock
2: and awe. <laughs> and your decade is the 2000s. Oh, God, this is another, br- <laughs> it's another football one. I know it's going to be so hard for you. Oz. I'm sorry. Famously, the six quarterbacks taken ahead of Tom Brady in the 2000 NFL draft have been named the Brady Six. Name any one. Of the Brady Six,
0: um,
3: quarterbacks, two thousands. Ah, Tom Brady is the only one I can name. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, no clue. Let's just go, Joe Namath. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Namath is is not correct, but he was a quarterback for the NFL. So there you go. You know, you were part of the way there. Uh, Frankie, do you need me to re-ask the question or anything like that? No, no I don't <laughs> think
0: that'll help. Um, I'm going to guess a uh, last name. Um, and guess Rodriguez.
2: Rodriguez is incorrect. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a fairly tough one. I mean, there are some people who maybe you've heard of, but none of them were particularly huge quarterbacks uh we've got chad pennington giovanni carmazzi chris redman t martin mark bulger and spurgeon Wynn were the uh brady six so pretty tough one there all right holly what do you want to give to frankie um
3: let's give her literature
0: okay
2: And we finally have a 50s question. All right. (laughs) Great. What author wrote the Foundation series, which is a science fiction story that uses mass action to predict the future? Seven novels have been written in the series between
0: 1951 and 1993. Hmm. Um, Science fiction's not really my bag. Um. I'll just guess Asimov.
2: Isaac Asimov is correct.
0: Wow. wow. Okay. <laughs> Glad that I mean, was he's written, in he's there written so many of them. Yep. Yep. I thought Good. at least it's not a silly answer. It's somewhere nope. in the realm. So.
3: And ha- had you not gotten it, that was going to be my
0: guess. So. <laughs> yep.
2: All right. Frankie okay. getting some points. Uh, what are you going to send back to Holly?
0: I will give Holly news and politics, please. Okay.
2: And that is the 60s. Okay. In 1966, what former Harvard professor founded the League of Spiritual Discovery based on the sacramental use of LSD, peyote, and marijuana?
3: That's got to be Timothy Leary.
2: It is Timothy Leary good job (laughs) (laughs) alright doing good doing good alright what category is going to go to Frankie
3: um let's give her music
2: okay and that one is also the 60s in 1965 who released the album best of the Beatles a disappointment for many as it contained no songs by the Fab Four There was an investigation into consumer fraud, but the case was dropped due to the title's legitimacy.
0: Mm. That's an interesting question. Um, Best of the Beatles. But no Beatles songs. Um, I'm going to guess Pete Best.
2: Pete Best is correct i'm
0: glad i got there good job because
2: he was best of the beatles
0: i I thought of him and then and then the Beatles threw me and then just at the last minute i was like oh best yep okay (laughs) a little slow today
2: (laughs) no that was good i I thought it was particularly a interesting thing that happened yeah
0: that's a great question
2: all right What category do you want to give to Holly? We still got movies, TV, fashion, slang, toys and games, and food.
0: I will give Holly TV, please. Okay.
2: Yeah. Your decade is the 90s. Right. Did you ever want to paint? Did you ever want to draw? Did you ever want to recreate anything at all? Then you should have watched What? tbs show that ran from 1993 to 1997 and starred the gold rush looking mr druid and pals as they taught kids to be creative
3: mr druid and pals drew it sorry oh drew
2: i was like (laughs) d-r-e-w-dash-i-t drew drew it mr
3: Druid. i was hoping (laughs) you were talking yeah they do a lot of chanting and sacrificial things (laughs) Woo! (laughs) I was hoping you were going to Bob Ross. Um <laughs> uh, Mr. Drew it. I just I I can't I have to go with Bob Ross. It's the only 90s to you know Happy Trees guy
2: I know. Happy Trees. Uh unfortunately this is not Bob Ross. Uh I don't know if you guys get PBS in Australia. Uh probably not.
0: Uh No, we don't get PBS. Sometimes some of the shows, I think. I was thinking Mr. Maker, but I think that's actually an English show. Um, I used to watch that a lot. I don't think I'm going to be able to get anything else. So I'm just going to guess Mr. Maker.
2: Mr. Maker. Is incorrect. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Miss Baker could be a uh, a yeah. show that went around. Yeah, this I don't think a lot of people remember the show. I don't know if it was all that big, but I kind of do. Um, and it was, yeah, this gold rush looking old dude who would help you draw stuff. And he was named Pappy Druitt. And the show was called Pappy Land.
3: Pappy Never Land. Never so. <laughs> heard of that. <laughs>
2: yeah, not surprised. Not surprised. But, you know, go go check it out on YouTube and you'll probably cringe because uh, it's <laughs> what it's about. So. All right, Uh, Holly, I believe you are picking for Frankie. I will give Frankie movies. Okay. And your decade is the 2000s. Adam Sandler and Jack Nicholson are enraged, heated, furious, irate, and downright ill-tempered in what 2003 comedy?
0: Hmm. I always get this name mixed up with the one that I think it's Robert De Niro's in. Uh, but I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to say anger management.
2: Anger management is correct. Oh, phew. Good job. Good job. All right. For Holly, you can pick fashion slang, toys and games or food.
0: Uh, toys and games, please.
2: Your decade is the 50s. In what 1952 three-word titled board game would players flick peanuts into a pachyderm's mouth? The first player to 12 wins. Feed the elephant? Feed the elephant is correct. (laughs) Oh my word. (laughs) Wow. Good job.
3: Never heard of it, but...
2: I yeah. pulled that one out. <laughs> yeah, you did. Absolutely pulled it. All right, and what category would you like to give to Frankie?
3: Um so we have fashion, fashion slang and food left, right?
2: That is correct.
3: Let's go with um slang. Okay.
2: And your decade is the 70s. In the 70s, CB slang was king. And if you were double buffalo, it meant you were traveling at what speed?
0: Double buffalo. These CB ones always get me. I never know what they are. Double buffalo. Okay, I'm just gonna write some numbers. it looks like a buffalo? None of, none of those <laughs> numbers look like a buffalo. I'm gonna say uh, 69.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: sure they'd come up with something a lot ruder for that but <laughs> That's what i go with.
2: 69 is almost always the right answer for me But in this case it is Incorrect <laughs> Holly can you steal
3: I'm gonna guess 100 miles an hour
2: 100 is Incorrect mm-hmm. So oh, the buffalo. hint being buffalo For the buffalo head nickel And you are going 55 That was going
3: to be my other guess, but... Yep.
2: Yeah. Alas. All right. Uh, No points awarded. Frankie, what do you want to give to Holly between fashion and food?
0: I will give Holly food.
2: Okay. And it is the 2000s. What brand of chocolate bars, baking chocolate, cacao powder, choco drops, and drinking chocolate was founded in 2001? It gets the name from a Singalese word, meaning a shrine or sacred relics. It's also the planet that Luke first met Yoda.
3: Could you please read it one more time?
2: Mm Mm-hmm. What brand of chocolate bars, baking chocolate, cacao powder, choco drops, and drinking chocolate was founded in 2001? It gets its name from a Singalese word, meaning a shrine for sacred relics. It's also the planet that Luke first met yoda
3: um i'm trying to think what's in my pantry um chocolate shrine yeah i don't i can't pull it i'm just gonna say relic
2: relic is incorrect frankie can you steal
0: no, I don't think so. Um, I'm a big baker but I don't think we have the same chocolate brands and I'm not gonna get it from the Star Wars angle. Um, I'll just say Playistow, which is a brand I have in my pantry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Playstow? I'm not sure how yeah, if that was it but uh, it is incorrect. <laughs> uh, John, I don't I mean you know your chocolate but you definitely know your Star Wars. Yeah, this is gonna be Dagoba. Dagobah is correct. I have never heard of that. It's an organic chocolate brand, kind of hippie, but uh, it looks good. I'm sure it tastes (laughs) delicious. (laughs) All right. All right. That means we're going to end things with fashion for Frankie. And it will be the 2000s again. Okay. In the early 2000s. Thanks to popularity resurging from an Oscar winning film, what style of strappy sandals made a return to stores?
0: I'm gonna guess Gladiator Sandals.
2: Gladiator Sandals is correct. And that is the end of round two, and if I my calculations, John can back me up, it might have been the nail in a coffin on this episode but who knows we still have some fun john uh where do we stand all right well holly did markedly better on the second Mm -hmm. round but uh she couldn't quite stop the frankie train uh frankie (laughs) ended up with 80 to holly's 30 yep that is what we've got as well but we can find out what our scores are gonna be and have some fun along the way frankie as you are in the lead what category do you want to go into the final round
0: I'll be predictable and say fashion, please. (laughs)
2: Okay. (laughs) And it will be fashion from the 50s. And Holly, what category do you want to join into the final round? Let's do TV. Right. And that one will be the 70s. All right. Will the two of you write down some wagers based on 50s fashion and 70s TV? and just verbally let me know when you're good to go.
0: I'm good, thanks, Adam.
2: I'm good to go. All right. We are going to start off in our 50s fashion. Which fashion product was introduced by Glen Raven Mills in 1959? They originally came in white plastic ovoid containers. And our 70s TV. On the long-running sitcom M.A.S.H., what was the provocative nickname given to the nurse character of Major Margaret Houlihan? And that was a question by Chris Hasse. Thank you, Chris. While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I want everyone out there to go check out Podcasting After Dark. If you guys like some of the uh, weirder things uh, that might be seen on maybe Cinemax or or HBO or the kind of the movies that you weren't supposed to watch when you were a kid, they are definitely covering all those kind of crazy B-list and some other funky A-list stuff that's a little bit more cult classic. So make sure you check out Podcasting After Dark.
0: Would you mind rereading the fashion one, please, Adam?
2: Mm -hmm. Which fashion product was introduced by Glen Raven Mills in 1959. They originally came in white plastic ovoid containers. Maybe it's ov- ovoid? I think it's ovoid, but ovoid. Ovoid.
3: And you said it was a fashion accessory? Uh, I said fashion product. Fashion product.
2: Okay,
0: I'm locked in. Excuse my coughing fit. Um, I'm also locked
2: in. <laughs> All right. Well, uh Frankie, what were your answers? Well, sorry, we usually start I'm gonna start that over. Holly, as you were behind. Uh, what were your answers to our fifties fashion and our seventies TV questions?
3: For the fifties fashion, the only thing I could think of was a compact mirror with makeup stuff. And the seventies, it's hot lips hooligan.
2: Okay. And Frankie, what were your answers?
0: Yeah, I was a bit stuck on the fashion one as well. And I just guessed lip balm. Um, and for the TV question, I said hot lips.
2: Well, Miss uh, Major Margaret Houlihan was hot lips. You both got that one. Good job. And the fashion product, I was a little bit vague, obviously, on the fashion product because they came in plastic ovoid containers or these egg-shaped containers, and what came out were pantyhose. Pantyhose. They were
3: legs pantyhose. Yes. Oh, my word. Pantyhose. Yes. Yes.
2: Yep. Yes. All right. So, neither contestant getting their wager. We're going to need to know what everybody bid. So, Holly, what was your bid?
3: i had no choice i had to bet it all
2: <laughs> sure and frankie what about you
0: i wasn't very exciting and i didn't bet anything <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right all right some easy math for john and let us know who won all right with the final score of 80 to zero frankie is the winner today well done well done good game guys that was a lot of fun
0: yeah that was a super fun game <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm just glad I was able to
3: answer one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you did. You got uh, you got 3 of them and three. I hope you had fun <laughs> along the way. Uh Holly, if you could go first uh let it plug anything you want.
3: You know, let's just get along. It's we're still struggling and and if you get your medical care from a resident physician, be nice to them. It's a rough life.
2: <laughs> yeah. Absolutely good advice there. Uh and Frankie, anything you'd like to say?
0: Um, I totally agree with Holly, but I um, would like to shout out teachers because it's pretty tough being a teacher, at least here at the moment. um, There's a big shortage, and, yeah, be nice to teachers too.
2: (laughs) Yes wholeheartedly agree Uh, be nice to everyone be nice to teachers except for my brother who's also a teacher i don't like to be nice to him at all (laughs) i'm just kidding i love you john Uh, but i hope you guys had fun i hope everybody had fun listening for john for holly for frankie i'm adam this is another episode of throwback trivia takedown
1: thank you for listening to throwback trivia takedown if you want to support the podcast, or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwbacktriviatakedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to takedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown.